You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. For this next episode in the podcast, and we thank you that you have divinely connected every single listener today with today's message, because we are a part of something bigger than what we have recognized. But it is your desire for us to get on the same page with you. It is your desire, Father, that we accept (laughs) our part in the body of Christ, that we accept who we are in Christ, and that we fully apprehend the very thing that we were apprehended for, which is Christ in us. And so today, Father, I just pray that you would just open the eyes of every single person listening and open the ears and open our hearts, Father, so that we can receive the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We can receive what it is that he's wanting to speak to us today and that we could be built up, that we could grow into the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ, as it says in Ephesians chapter 4, that we would become mature sons who are led by the Spirit and who are doing the same works as Jesus did, and even greater works because we now live and move and have our being inside of him who is one with you. So God, just make this gospel message clear to each and every person, Father. Embody it into their very being so that it becomes a way of life, a way of being in their life. In Jesus' name, I pray. So, beloved, we are actually going to hop off this episode into a part two of last uh, of our last episode, which was called Unveiling the Mystery. So this is, we're going to, we're going to continue our journey into the gospel of Jesus Christ that was revealed to Paul as an unveiling of Christ inside of us. I'll hop off as I did the same place in last episode. I want to take you to the book of Colossians. You know, my admonition to everyone was that you pick up the epistles, you pick up Colossians, and you really focus and study and and make the gospel, the gospel that Paul preached, the gospel that was revealed to him directly from Jesus, your own revelation. You know, it is, I feel like I'm on a mission really to continue, as we all are, this great commission of Jesus to proclaim the gospel to the nations, to make disciples of nations. So it is imperative that we understand it. It's imperative that we experience it because our lives are designed to be the expression of it. And so let's hop off again in Colossians chapter 1, where we began in our last episode, and let's revisit really what the Apostle Paul experienced and what he preached. In verse 1 of Colossians, it says, My name is Paul, and I have been chosen by Jesus Christ to be his apostle by the calling and the destined purpose of God. 
So that's the first thing that I want, you know, I wanted to just point out that Paul has been chosen to be an apostle and he was called and destined by the purpose of God. And if you keep reading a little bit about Paul's conversion here, we'll go over to Galatians chapter one and We'll just read in verse one there. It says, my name is Paul and I've been commissioned as an apostle of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah. He says, my apostleship was not granted by any council of men for I was appointed by Jesus, the anointed one and God, the father who raised him from the dead. So this commissioning and this calling and this destiny that was on the apostle Paul was what by the will of Jesus Christ, the anointed and the father. And he was appointed to carry a message of good news, the gospel, about what Jesus Christ accomplished in his earthly ministry, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension. He was the one that was chosen by the Father, by Jesus, to unpack what actually happened on the cross. He calls it the unveiling of the mystery. And in Colossians 1, a little further down, if we go back to Colossians, he describes it this way. Okay, he says this in verse 26. There is a divine mystery, a secret surprise that has been concealed from the world for generations, but it's now being revealed, unfolded, and manifested for every holy believer to experience. And here's the divine mystery, the secret surprise. In verse 27, he says, Living within you is the Christ who floods you with the expectation of glory. This mystery of Christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people. And God wants everyone to know it. Verse 28 says, Christ is our message. And he says, we preach to awaken hearts and bring every person into the full understanding of truth. It has become my inspiration and passion in ministry to labor with a tireless intensity with the power flow with his power flowing through me to present to every believer the revelation of being his perfect one in Jesus Christ. And so the purpose of last week's episode and this week's episode, I want to say, is just an extension of this exact same purpose that the Apostle Paul took up as his commission, that took up as his destiny, that the goal of this podcast is to present to you, to present to every believer this revelation. The What revelation? The revelation that you are perfect. You are God's perfect one. You are his perfect one in Jesus Christ. It's to present to you this mystery, this secret surprise that the Passion Translation calls it, that living within you is Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is embedded within you. 
He's intertwined with you. He's intermingled with you. He is interwoven with you. It's an invisible reality, (laughs) and it is mysterious in the sense that the Trinity is mysterious, that there's three, you know, God, there's three parts of the Godhead, and it's how do three things become one? How does Jesus Christ live in us? How, how do we, how can we be crucified before we were even born? I mean, how can Jesus's crucifixion be my crucifixion? How can the Apostle Paul say, I'm crucified with Christ? Like, it's, it's a mystery. I, we weren't alive, in a sense, in a physical body when this happened. So it's a mystery to a certain degree. But this mystery, this, this secret surprise changes everything. It changes everything about you. It changed everything about creation. The extent of what Jesus Christ accomplished through his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension has completely transformed all of creation. All, the entire universe has been reconciled unto Jesus. We talked about those scriptures in last, uh, the last episodes, but I, where I want to go today is I want to, I want to talk about this, this transformation that happened to the apostle Paul as he grasped this mystery. It changed everything about his life, what, what motivated him, how he saw himself, how he, he, he spent his time. I mean, it was a complete and utter radical transformation. A radical conversion happened to the, to the apostle Paul. He describes it in Galatians. I read this last time, but I'm going to read it again. In Galatians, when he starts describing his conversion in and we'll just start in verse 11 in Galatians 1. It says, Beloved ones, let me say em- uh, emphatically that the gospel entrusted to me was not given to me by any man. No one taught me this revelation. It was given to me directly by the unveiling of Jesus, the anointed one. He says, verse 13, by now you've heard stories of how severely I harassed and persecuted Christians. And I did my best to systematically destroy God's church all because of my radical devotion to Jewish religion. My zeal and passion for the doctrines of Judaism distinguished me among my people, for I was far more advanced in my religious instruction than others my age. But verse 15 says, But then God called me by his grace, and in his love he chose me from my birth to be his. Verse 16, God's grace unveiled his son. I want to say it this way. God's grace unveiled the mystery. God's grace unveiled his son in me so that I would proclaim him to the non-Jewish people of the world. And after I had this encounter, what encounter? The encounter that revealed and unveiled Jesus Christ inside of Paul. He says, I kept it a secret for some time, sharing it with no one. And I chose not to run to Jerusalem to try to impress those who had become apostles before me. He says, instead, I went away to the Arabian desert for a season until I returned to Damascus, where I had first encountered Jesus. So something happened to the Apostle Paul. There was an unveiling of, a, that, that he, of what he later calls th- this divine mystery, this secret surprise. There, there was an unveiling to the Apostle Paul by Jesus Christ himself of what had what Jesus had accomplished. You know, if you go to Acts chapter 9, which is the the account of this, 
you know, this encounter with Jesus was incredible, <laughs> right? I mean, he's, he's got these letters from uh, the, you know, the, the Jewish officials, you know, he had uh, from the religious uh, authorities that gave him permission to basically persecute and arrest and take into custody uh, the Jewish, uh, the, the followers of, you know, at that time they called it the way. And Saul's mission was to capture everybody and take them into prison. And it was while he was on his mission to do this that he has this experience with Jesus. And it was interesting because, you know, here he is persecuting believers and, and going after those that are following the way. And the first words to Saul that Jesus spoke to him were this. He said, Saul, this was before he changed his name, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So he wasn't, you know, it's interesting that Jesus called the persecution of the, the, the believers in the early church persecuting him. But that, if Christ truly is in us, then that absolutely is true. That what he did to Jesus's body, he did to Jesus. But Saul was confused. And so he says, who are, who are you, Lord? He introduces himself, says, I'm Jesus, the victorious, the one that you are persecuting. He says, now get up and go into the city where you will be told to do. And we know that this bright light shone around Paul and he was blinded. And then it wasn't until Ananias came and, you know, laid hands on him that he received his sight again. Right. But he tells Ananias before he goes to Paul, you know, because Ananias was, didn't want to go to Paul. You know, he's like, hey, this guy's persecuting people. I don't want to go to Paul. But Jesus reveals to Ananias the call of God on Saul's life. And here's what he says in verse 15. The Lord Yahweh answered him and says, arise and go. I have chosen this man to be my special messenger. He will be brought before kings, before many nations, and before the Jewish people to give them the revelation of who I am. And I will show him how much he is destined to suffer because of his passion for me. So this call that was on the Apostle Paul's life is exactly as the Apostle Paul described it, that he was chosen. He was chosen by Jesus to be a special messenger. He was chosen to be the messenger of the divine mystery of the secret surprise of Christ in you. And I know I'm breaking this down and taking a couple of episodes to explain it, but the reason I'm doing this is because there's a lot of people in the body of Christ today who are talking about a lot of things that have nothing to do with the point. Until we have experienced the type of radical transformation that the Apostle Paul has experienced, then we still do not have an understanding of the divine mystery. We still are in need of a revelation of what it means to be God's perfect one in Christ Jesus. 
Because our life as believers flow out of this revelation. Every one of us is destined, like the Apostle Paul, to live a crucified life. To live a life where it is no longer I, apart from Christ, that is living. But it is Christ in union with us that is living through us. And this mystery is not just a message that we preach. It's a revelation that we are meant to experience. It's a transformation that we are meant to experience. And we cannot experience what we do not, what I want to say, what we do not understand, what we do not believe, what we do not have a revelation of. This is a revelation of Jesus Christ. It is Christ in you that makes the gospel good news. It reveals who Jesus is. He is the one who has reconciled all things to himself. He is the one that has made us new creations. And this reality of the gospel has got to become embodied. And what do I mean by embodied? I mean, it has got to become an identity. It has got to become the meditation of our heart. It has got to become a way of thinking. You know, Romans 12, 2 says, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. It has got to infiltrate our mind. It has got to renew our thinking so that we are no longer conformed to any image except the image of Jesus Christ. It needs to be, it needs to germinate in our hearts. This is a, this is a meditation that we meditate on. You know, when you read what happened when the apostle Paul got this stuff, I mean, 14 years he was in Damascus after he got this revelation. And then it was another three years before he started talking to people. And we're talking, that's a long time to be sitting with a revelation, with a meditation. But this was the proclamation of Jesus Christ to the world, to the nations. This was, this was, he was chosen to reveal the mystery. And he said that now this mystery is being unfolded. It's being unfolded to us. It's being revealed. It's being manifested. This mystery is a manifestable mystery. It's meant to manifest. The Christ in you is is yearning to manifest. And this mystery (laughs) is meant to be explored. It's meant to be uh, you know, I think of it as like meat that we chew on. It's meant to be milked for all of the glory that it contains. This, this is the proclamation that there is no sinful you left to condemn. It's, it's the proclamation that everything that separated you from the Father has been annihilated, that Sins are not even to be a part of your consciousness anymore. You are to be a vessel, a carrier of God in his glory that is abiding in him and 
producing the fruit of the kingdom, producing the fruit of, of righteousness, yielding your bodies as members of righteousness, members of him, members of the righteous one. We are united with him as his body. We, we, we move with him. We, we think with him. We see with him. We speak with him. And, and we are to be so immersed into him, baptized into his death, baptized into Christ, putting him on, being clothed with him, being hidden in him, complete in him. And this is the power of our salvation. This message is the power of wholeness. It's the power of nothing missing, nothing broken. Understanding this gospel by a revelation of the Holy Spirit is meant to completely, radically transform everything about your existence. And yes, it is a revelation. It is absolutely a revelation. And it is worth spending our time here you know, I'm preaching this podcast, teaching this podcast here in December, and it is worth embracing the fullness of, of this season, of the incarnation of Christ, and really exalting the one who now, yes, lives inside of us, but has, has won the, the war against darkness. There is no darkness left in you. You are a child of light who lives in the light because he is light. And you are the light now. You are the light of the world. You are the salt. You are what the world is is in need of, a son. There's neither male nor female in Christ. You are a son that lives in the son. And this identity must become a part of the fabric of your thinking, of the fabric of your being. You have been enfolded into perfection, enfolded into righteousness, enfolded and, and engrafted into him. And this is the reason for your hope. This is the hope of glory now. This is the hope of heaven now on earth manifesting through sons, manifesting through those that have been redeemed and regenerated by the work of the blood of the lamb. And I'm sharing this today, and I'm just going to keep on sharing it because it is really the topic that that has to be mastered. I mean, this is the foundation of the church, Jesus Christ. This is the mystery. You know, we want to sometimes we want to go on to other things, revelate like you know, angels is advanced or something. But apart from this revelation. We will live out of a false construct, a false construct of who we are, a false construct of who God is, and a false construct of who you know, those that haven't met Jesus are yet. I mean, Jesus separated Paul from his mother's birth. There is a, there's a timeline from God's perspective that, that calls us holy and redeemed before we know who Jesus is. It changes the way we look at people. 
It changes the way that we experience everything. It changes the way we look at a tree because we know that all things have been reconciled unto Christ. This gospel is better than we have imagined. And until we get to the space of like an obsession with it, like the Apostle Paul, and that doesn't come because we, we what I want to say, like we work it up. It, it comes through a revelation of the Holy Spirit. And I believe the reason that you're listening to this podcast right now is because the Holy Spirit is breathing on it for you. This unveiling of Christ is for you. This unveiling of the mystery is for you. Christ in you. It's time. It's time for you to experience the fullness of what that means. For, for the revelation of that, to jump off the page, to, 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 to invade your heart. And for you to encounter that revelation like the Apostle Paul encountered that revelation. You have been made perfect and it is time for you to believe it. It is time for there to be no delineation, no separation, no alienation from God in your mind. This mind renewal project that the Father is intent on completing in your life is to fully integrate you with Jesus Christ. Full integration. That is, that is what your destiny is. Conformed to the image of Jesus. Crucified, but alive. Dead, but walking. Walking in the Spirit. Walking in the light. Walking in love. Because His love is, is, is what you're fueled by. No longer having a faith of your own. No longer having anything that is separate from God. Commingled into Christ entangled eternally with the one who won. He won it all. And so, beloved, I, I know that sometimes it can feel elementary to go back to the elementary things. But when the Apostle Paul, who had this incredible experience with the truth, had an incredible experiences with Jesus Christ, beginning to understand what had actually happened through the life of Jesus and the death of Jesus and, and what that meant for him as a human being, what it meant for him that he was now an apostle, that he was called, that he had this vocation that he didn't even know he was so deceived before, but, but that transformation that happened to him, it, that, is, is, is our, we're next. We're next. And, and I believe that he is still opening eyes. You know, he is still blinding us to the deception of an identity that is not even who we are. 
He is waking us up so that we can say yes to the calling on our life, so that we can say yes to the destiny on our lives, so that we can say yes to the unveiling of Jesus in our lives. And this is not a secondary thing. This is the point. This is the point. Your destiny, your calling, your identity, all of that is wrapped up in this mystery. It changed, it changed Saul to Paul. And it is still transforming human hearts. It is still transforming people's lives. And so this is, you know, the Apostle Paul said, it's not grievous to me to say the same things over and over and over again to you. So it's not grievous for me to continue to, to hammer home this this message of union, this message of oneness, this, this mystery. It's not, it's not grievous to continue to unpack it. And yes, it may seem elementary, but I will tell you, the more that the Apostle Paul I, I, you know, l- grew in the understanding of this message and this mystery, the more he, he says this, that he determined nothing you know, except to know Christ crucified. You know, it's not like we're going to get smarter and move on to something. No, we're just going to go deeper into the same thing. Deeper into what is the revelation of the cross? What is the mystery? In fact, Paul began to rely more and more and more on this revelation than anything else. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he said this. He says, my brothers and sisters, when I first came to proclaim to you the secrets of God, again, the mystery. He said, I refuse to come as an expert trying to impress you with my eloquent eloquent speech and lofty wisdom. He said, for while I was with you, I was determined to be consumed with one topic, Jesus, the crucified Messiah. I love that. Paul says he was determined to be consumed with one topic. I mean, I, I feel like sometimes we just go from topic to topic. We go from thing to thing. We Revelation to revelation. And we, we, we get sidetracked. And we never really dive into the glory. The glory, the mystery that is Christ in you. In verse 3 here in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he says, I stood before you feeling inadequate. Filled, filled with reverence for God and trembling under the sense of the importance of my words. I can relate to this. I can relate to this. It's like, how do I, oh, it's like, it, it, it's, oh, it's like trying to, I don't know. It's trying to, to say the incomprehensibly good <laughs> in a way that communicates how good it is. I mean, it's incomprehensibly good. And so I understand how the Apostle Paul talks it like this. It's like, oh, I just felt, you feel so inadequate to explain it. But I would love to see a church in the West that is consumed with one topic. Not sin, not lesser things, 
but Jesus, the crucified. The crucified. And what that means for you, for me, what it means, what it means. What does the crucifixion mean for me? Paul said in Philippians chapter 3, my determined purpose is to know him and the power of his resurrection. And I want to fellowship with the sufferings. What sufferings? The sufferings of Calvary. What does it mean that he was crucified as me? He suffered as me. By his wounds, we were healed. By his stripes, by his nakedness, we were made whole. We were made new. We were made one with him. What does it mean that I was crucified? What does this mystery mean that now I'm one with God? What does this mystery mean that now I'm a sin? What is this? I just want to dive. I want to dive into the depths of the mystery. And I want a church that is consumed, consumed with the mystery, consumed with the unveiling of Jesus Christ and an understanding and a revelation that rocked Saul's world, that rocked Paul's world, that sent him into Arabia for 14 years because it just was that deep. What in the world? 14 years that, that catapults you into, yes, third, third heaven encounters and incredible victory and and signs and wonders and all of the things the revival all of these things that that we so desperately want to see it's found here it's found in Christ crucified it's found in this gospel this is the gospel this is the mystery and I can only speak around it speak to it but it is a revelation and it is worth dying for how can this be that this message people have been martyred people have lost lives not just Jesus but the apostles so many people over the course of history what is it about this message what is it about this mystery that makes it the mystery of the ages the mystery of the ages the mystery of mysteries I want to know. I want to major on the mystery, the unveiling, the unfolding of this mystery. I want to be consumed. I know I want to to, to create a, a movement of people consumed with the mystery, consumed with knowing what the Apostle Paul knew and was consumed with knowing more. Yeah. So where do we begin? Well, I think we begin just right here with the next revelation, with the next piece of the puzzle (laughs) falling into place. With the next revelation, with the next encounter, with the next... Holy Spirit-inspired understanding of this mystery. Here's what I know. If Jesus can unveil himself in the Apostle Paul, he can unveil himself in me, and he can unveil himself in you, and he can unveil himself (laughs) to all 
of what he has redeemed. And so we say, yeah, we just say yes. We say yes to the unveiling. We say yes <laughs> to the unveiling of Christ in us. So let me pray. Yeah, Father, I do. We do. We say yes. Yeah, we say yes. We say yes to this mystery, to this unpacking of this mystery, to this unfolding, to this manifestation of this mystery of Christ in us. We have tasted the goodness of the gospel. We have tasted the goodness <laughs> of what Jesus has accomplished. We have tasted who oh, and seen that you're, you're good. And we determined to know nothing but Christ, the Messiah crucified. Help us enter into, yeah, the fellowship of the cross. Help us, if, help us understand, not even understand, just experience. I mean, yes, understand all of it. It's hard to put into words, Father. But I know that it's not even our words. I know it's not even our desire. That this is, this is the desire of your heart. This is the desire of your heart that we would experience the fullness of Christ. The mystery concealed until now. Concealed until it's been a while, but still, still so concealed. And we say open. We say revelation open. We just release the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now, Lord, we just say now, let there be light. Open our eyes. Light, light, light. Like the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus, shine, shine, shine. Who, yeah. Show us who we are. Show us, yeah, what we need to see. Send the Ananias to us, Lord, to open our eyes, whatever that looks like, so that we can see the hope of our calling. Enlighten our eyes. Oh, flood our hearts, flood our hearts, flood our hearts, flood our hearts. More, 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 more. Make it, a, let us help us prize what is excellent, God. Help us de detox from all of the other gospel stuff that we've heard as gospel that is not this so that we can live how we have been designed. And we can proclaim your victory in a way that is demonstrative and undeniable, undeniable, and unstoppable. In Jesus' name. Well, this, this episode is going to be coming out just a few days before Christmas. And so I, I want to bless you with just the presence of God on this Christmas in just a special way. You know, at the recording of this podcast, there's just so much going on in the world, right? We're in the middle of the coronavirus and the pandemic and shutdowns. And there's so much going on in the world. But beloved, I want to just bless you with the presence of Christ in the midst of it. 
with his tangible presence. Jesus is with you. He is in you. And he is with you. And as we remember him and his incarnation this Christmas season, I just want you to receive a gift. And I just release it just as the Holy Spirit leads me now. Just I release you into an encounter with Jesus. An encounter with Jesus that is as transformative as what the Apostle Paul experienced. Not exactly like that because you're not Saul. But I just release the radiance of Jesus into your home, into your heart. And I just declare that the light of the glorious gospel is shining. It's shining in your heart. And it's blinding, yeah, the God of this world. It's blinding everything that isn't Jesus. And I, beloved, I just declare that this is such a sweet, sweet celebration with Jesus this Christmas holiday. And just God bless you. May he keep you. (laughs) And may he remind you of the joy of our salvation in such a tangible, tangible way this Christmas season. God bless you. And we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose He created you for, then visit us at shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.